2: Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your usually Wednesday live cast on Twitch, but today is not Wednesday, it is Tuesday.
1: Well said. Yes. Well
0: said. Best intro show we've had so far. <laughs> good job. Let's just so,
2: see, stick that for
0: the for the
1: ending and we'll be good.
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and we'll, we'll see if the Russian judge gives me a 10. They won't.
1: Probably not. Yeah. The German judge will, though. Yeah, yeah well, the German, German judge is fair. Gotcha. He's
2: got
3: gotcha.
2: you. <laughs> He's like, I wouldn't be German if I wasn't fair. I got to follow the rules. But uh, today we're broadcasting off time because some of the staff is going to be leaving on vacation tomorrow and we won't obviously be able to do signals from the front line while I'm on a plane mm-hmm. to Thailand. Yeah. Woo. Boom. Just got to brag a little bit. Pretty excited. Never been. So these Great. schmucks will be here working. Yep. I'll be at the beach drinking some sort of a fruity drink with an umbrella in it.
1: As one does with that kind of haircut.
2: What? Tally. <laughs> one. Oh.
1: oh you gotta get count, right?
3: Erase
2: that one. <laughs> Tally. What one. the fuck does this haircut have to do with that?
1: Don't worry about it. What okay. It happens.
2: You look like you just got out of the Boy Scouts. All right. <laughs> What's wrong uh, with that? Because you're a grown man.
0: This has been all day, folks. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I mean,
2: yeah. You're like, I'm going back to be a Weeblos. A Weeblos? I don't think that's how you pronounce it. But. I was a Weeblos. As far as I got in the no the, no in now that, you're, that and your white a weeb. I'm just a weeb yeah, a weeb.
3: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, so the show full of love and good spirit brought to you by frontlinegaming.org or you can yeah. get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week including Tuesday. What about Sunday? Also Sunday. Oh. <laughs> also Sunday. And uh, as always, I am your host Reese, aka Reeseus. As I am known along the interwebs, and with me is Francis McGillicuddy,
0: and the, and also the, known as Frankie on the internet, yeah. and
2: That's the his handle and the salty banana, yeah, who is a handle,
0: a Danish treat,
2: a Danish treat,
0: the Danish treat. That'd be a good name <laughs> for a superhero or
3: something. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, they love me in Denmark.
3: Uh, they do. I, you're, you're I'm big, big in, in Denmark. In yeah. Denmark. Yeah.
0: I'm trending yeah. really well. Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. Australia, no. no. well. yeah. in Australia, not so much. We've gone down in
2: Australia. <laughs> and we, yeah. three, and yeah. we three form signals from the front line. Oh, it's a All mediocre right. show about
0: gaming. <laughs> hey, we're still better than um, live after the cover save.
2: We got them. that. We got that.
0: Like, we talk about it more. That's because we actually yeah. talk
2: about games. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so this show today... We, want, we have a lot to cover, actually, so we, we should dive in. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, the SoCal Open registration went live yesterday. Tickets are selling like hotcakes. Exceeded our expectations. Really, really excited. Uh, I, I think that uh, we're going to blow past our goal of 256. Wow. Um, we're, we're approaching halfway there already in a day. What was it at last year? I think we did like 130, 140 last year. Wow. We're gonna, By the end of the week, we're going to blow so past we wanna...
0: that. Okay, that's great. Yeah, oh,
2: it's it's going to be one of the biggest events uh, in the world, guaranteed.
0: So we're going for double the size. Oh, yeah. Nice. And yeah. we probably still will have room.
2: Oh, yeah. The, the hall is gigantic. Yeah. yeah. And the cool thing about the venue, besides the fact that it's awesome, the Del Mar Fairgrounds, mm-hmm. uh, it's also where the racetrack is. We've talked about that at length. But if, if you like to watch horse races, it's something I've actually come to enjoy quite a bit.
0: There's a haunted maze. There's a, there's a haunted maze in October because <laughs> it's true. right
2: next to Halloween. Yep. Um, we're less than a mile from the beach. I actually looked on the map. As the crow flies, uh, you're less than a mile from the beach. uh, With the driving, I don't know. But um, Mm -hmm. it's a great location, not only because it's beautiful. Del Mar is one of the most lovely cities in Southern California. It's definitely what you imagine when you think of the beach uh, in California. So if you wanted to come and bring your significant others who maybe are not gamers, there's a lot to do. Uh, Staying in Del Mar is like people go there for vacation all the time anyway. It's just like a normal, a normal vacation. So, lovely venue, really cool place. Uh, it's going to be a, a massive event. You're going to get a lot of ITC points. Yep. And this year we've got 40K champs, 40K narrative. The narrative is run by the same crew who ran the mega popular narrative event at the Las Vegas Open. It's going to be super duper fun, uh, really laid back. If the if the champs isn't your your flavor of 40K, you want to do something a little bit more chill. The narrative is definitely what you want to sign up for. Although. Please, there's only 30 spots. So if you want to go, please get your ticket soon. Yeah. Um, and we can't expand it beyond that. The, the narrative team said that that's all that they can do for this event. So it's, it's 30 and that's it. Uh, we also have an Age of Sigmar Championships event, Shadespire, and War Machine and Hordes. And the War Machine and Hordes has all kinds of cool uh, uh, prizes that go along with it. Uh, there's a War Machine Weekend wildcard qualifier, if I remember correctly, and a, a free ticket to the Las Vegas Open War Machine event and an automatic Masters qualifier uh, if you win this event. So, lots cool. of cool stuff.
0: Boom.
2: Bazoom. Bazinga.
0: Is there room for other events? People want to run mm-hmm. other events? Or are we kind of maxed out? On no, no, we have
2: space. Okay. So if you see an event that, or if there, if you don't see an event that you wanted to participate in, mm-hmm. please email me. Contact at frontlinegaming.org. Just be aware I will be going on vacation, so it, it may take me a while to get uh, respond. I am going to check my email as much as I can, uh, but. Just give me some time there. Uh, but yeah, we'd be more than happy to host other events. Um, if anybody out there wants to run uh, an Warzone
3: event, or something. <laughs> Get out of here with Warzone. Get out of here. <laughs> out of here. Dead uh, game, Jason. Dead I
2: game. mean, if someone wanted to run Warzone and people want to come play, we'd love to have you. Yeah. Um, Jason would be ecstatic. He
0: would be so I would ecstatic. do it, but I got to be playing Shadespire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, your yeah. goddamn
2: mustache back.
0: <laughs> nah. You
2: look creepy without it.
0: Thank you. Oh, man. It's really nice. Come right. on, Jason. Fire back.
2: Nah, He uh, lost his cat today. Let's all, yeah, that's true. Let's all have a moment of silence. Jason had to let go of baby the cat. I did. That's sad. I, that's Not of my A game. Yeah. It sucks when you have to like, let go of a pet. Yeah. But um, she's in a good place. A she, better place, not not with me. Cat <laughs> no, she's not dead. She's she's at like a I don't know. It's like
0: a it's a club, sanctuary. It's
2: like a club med for cats. Yeah,
0: it's like I say, it's nice sanctuary.
2: You'd yeah. pay a lot of money to. You
0: do, cat yeah, but it's because it, it. they're nonprofit, so they they need like that kind of contributions to
1: be yeah. done. Yeah, but it was nice. So today nice is just a day of loss. Reese lost his half hair of hair, his dignity, too. <laughs> yeah,
3: but you, you're
2: <laughs> yeah. giving yourself credit for a week.
1: That was disease. a good one. Yeah, it's a, I'm, moment of silence for your hair, Reese. All right, and we're good. Okay.
2: I mean, a moment of silence because you're in awe of how cool my haircut is. Has anybody said cool yet? I don't. I did when I looked in the the mirror. I think. Pablo did. The stylist was like, no, Pablo didn't. You just (laughs) (laughs) was reacting.
0: The the stylist said,
1: yeah, you look real cool.
2: Well, the stylist, I was like, I was like, Nia, what? I was like, I'm out of touch Mm -hmm. with what's what's cool. I was like, why don't you just do whatever you want with my hair? And she's like, I like this.
1: She's like, I heard this
0: is hip. This is what the kids are doing. She put it on. Nowadays.
2: It's true. Right. So, anyway, SoCal Open, it's going to be October 27th, 28th, 2018. Please make sure to grab your ticket Uh, ASAP. It does look like it's going to sell out. Uh, Really excited. It's going to be great. I mean, if this, the 40K Champs, goes over 256, it'll be the third largest event in the world. Mm -hmm. Because it's uh, obviously the LVO uh, dwarfs everything else. It's ridiculously big. Mm -hmm. But the London GT has grown up to 300.
3: It's huge. It's
2: huge. They're nipping at our heels a little bit. A little. Just a little bit. We're Mm -hmm. still 50% bigger. Zach, I hope you're listening. Is that the one we're going to? 50% bigger. okay.
1: We'll be at London GT. You still
2: got ways to go there. Going
1: to Ingle And Adepticon sold out 256 as well. Good for them. It's been a while
2: since their Champs has sold out, so that's really cool. Yep. Uh, And you will be there. Mm -hmm. And Pablo will be there. And Jeff and Control Robinson also from Team Zero Comp will be there. So if you guys see the crew, say hi. Uh, Unfortunately... I won't be there this year. This is the first year I haven't gone mm-hmm. in like 10 Adepticons or something like that. Yeah. I always go, uh, but it, I'll be out of the country for a wedding. So i um, bummed I won't be there. But uh, if you see the rest of the gang, please come and say hi. And make fun of Frankie's little boy haircut. Oh.
1: World's greatest. Come say hi.
2: Not the world's greatest haircut.
1: Basque in my Miami. <laughs> That'd be a good name of a shop. Yeah. Reese, your you're comeback World's your greatest hair. haircut. It's just kind of... It's alright. We'll give you that it's one. It's not as weak as you yours. You can put a one on yours.
2: You you look like we'll a teacher is going to give you a big star at huh? the end of class because you were the, the the sat in the front and you were a good little boy.
1: So now you're making fun of kids that take schooling very seriously. That's just yeah. that's not, it's just not okay, Reese. I mean, Nerds.
2: Just,
1: yeah. <laughs> Sounds like there's a
2: truck backing up. Oh, uh, <laughs> in news, yeah. G- another news, GW announced that ForgeVane yeah. will be going up for pre-order next week. This is a really exciting release. Forge Bane features brand new Adeptus Mechanicus uh, unit, the uh, Knight Armager. It's also oh, obviously an Imperial Knights unit. And they're going to be facing off in this battle in a box, is what they call these sets, oh, against uh, Necron's with a brand new Cryptek model. It's a plastic Cryptek. He looks like he's flying. He's got a, a Technicolor Dream Coat.
0: He's surfing on that spider.
2: I wish he was surfing on the... Is it a spider or a wraith?
0: No, it's a spider. It's, a spider.
2: It it's a like a
1: spider. baby spider.
2: Yeah, he's just a little guy. It's Pet. Sp- uh, it is. His mm-hmm. name is Spido. Mm-hmm.
1: But I believe he has. It, the...
2: Fido, yeah, it's
1: Spido. Spido. Come a, on. He's got the Cryptek Cloak. Nice. Which allows him to fly.
2: Woo. Tell us ooh, more, please. Woo.
1: Uh, the Cryptek Cloak gives him the fly keyword and increases his movement up to 10. That's
2: pretty good. Nice. It's, Boom. Crons aren't super fast.
1: No. So, kind of a cool rule that the. Uh, the new model has, so check it out.
2: Yeah, and then the Knight Armager, they've shown off some of his rules, <laughs> really, really neat. He's got the Thermal Cannon, it's a it's a melta, super melted gun, mm-hmm. and he has his Reaper Chain Blade, uh, and then he has a whole uh, carapace-mounted weapon, which you can see is one of the options is a, a melted gun. So he packs quite a punch, uh, he's really quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if I remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong, Frankie, I don't know if you had a chance to check, I can't remember, because we, when we were involved with this, it was quite a while ago, his chain blade gets two modes of attack, right?
1: No, it has one mode of attack. It's uh, times two strength, uh, AP minus two, I think, and it's three damage.
2: I thought he also he has had like a attacks. sweep attack too. Am I just misremembering it?
1: He has uh, four attacks, and then uh, he also moves fourteen inches, so he's incredible. It's wow, super fast. Did Jeez, I mean,
3: yeah,
2: yeah. And then they just put up the unit review of this. Obviously, I, I didn't have a chance to go over it myself. We've been crazy busy today, trying to get ready for uh, to be gone for two weeks, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I really like the Knight Armager. When we play tested them, I thought they were really fun. Uh, they're they're relatively affordable in points. Obviously, you'll see that after the uh, the box set is released.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: it's really cool because if you're a Knight player, now you can have uh, a couple big Knights and a couple little Knights. You definitely cover a lot more ground uh, tactically. It gives you a lot more options. While they don't pack the punch of the big Knights, they're not as durable as the big Knights. They're crazy fast.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah 14
2: inch move is. You can hide them.
3: Yeah. It's Somebody's funny. The, the
1: fluff behind them is they're from the lower houses or um, even the peasants. Uh, peasants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it was like, I
2: was like, oh. Like if a peasant's cool. really yeah. badass, he can, yeah. be, he can be. They just uh, give him a mini knight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If they're good in like battles and stuff, they say that they can upgrade to a mini knight. And then uh, the it's mini cool. knights usually go out and they hunt for like vehicles and monsters and stuff like that. Um, And they go out before the big knights go.
2: Yeah, they're the vanguard. Yeah. And it's funny because the knights are actually like, uh, they come from feudal worlds. So it's like the knight pilot is like a baron. Mm -hmm. Uh, He has like like an actual castle. Mm -hmm. And like he has like a a fiefdom where he's got like peasants beneath him. And everyone works to support economically what it takes for him to like pilot the knight. And like knights, you know, in, in old times, when the, the emperor calls upon them, they have to go to battle. But then the rest of the time, they're just, like, kicking it in their castle, like, lording over everybody.
0: Yeah, and they protect their worlds. So. Yeah. yeah. I
2: actually, I really like it. In the worlds that they come from, they usually have giant monsters mm-hmm. that they, they practice. Yeah. So it's like kaiju land. Yeah. yeah. I actually think that the fluff behind the knights is really cool.
0: It is. Great. It yeah. is cool. It's they great. There's a Horace <laughs> Heresy novel where they go into detail about it. Yeah. It would uh, actually be um, cool to have make it the an, night households and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and,
2: and they, they're from the from the time they're born they're raised to be pilots of these things mm-hmm. they actually don't like to be outside of their night because when they're in their night they feel like that is their body and they're like super it, powerful
1: well it's uh, it's actually really similar to Pacific Rim where they like their conscience or their conscience yeah. goes into it so pretty cool
2: they feel like they become yeah the, the, the war engine uh, and they have all these like implants on their bodies and stuff it's really it is really cool. Yeah. It'd be neat to make an army that's themed from a night world. And then you could have like a PDF force, like Ash Militarum mm-hmm. army that's like represents the, the normal dudes.
3: Yeah. Made and out of free guild
1: guys. So they don't have shoes on and stuff. Yeah. Or
2: the, the ones that I thought, one of my favorite was uh, one of my favorite conversions for an Imperial Guard army that I saw. They took um, the Yeoman Bowman from the, um, Britonians, yeah, where they have the, the big flat kind of uh, oh, yeah,
3: those steel guys caps, yeah. and then
2: they put it on like in a World War One body. Uh, awesome. Really, it looked really really cool, and you could have those guys as like a PDF with the mm-hmm. knights backing them up. That'd be fun. That'd be fun okay, cool. Yeah. So at any rate, really really interesting stuff. Uh, Forge vein, I think, is going to be really extremely popular mm-hmm. so if you want one please pre-order as soon as possible because we are almost guaranteed to well, sell out
0: yeah that'll be 10 a.m saturday saturday
2: um yeah. this uh, what is that the 17th or 17th 18th? yeah uh yeah. coming up this weekend probably yeah uh that's when it's going to be going up so yeah if you want one don't wait gw i, I will be willing to guarantee you gw's going to sell out of this mm-hmm. it's just a really exciting release
1: yeah it's got cool new nights in it so
2: but well, they also previewed some pretty awesome necron Um, dynasty rules Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep they show off a lot of the dynasty rules which is cool
2: so why don't we go take a look at that because that means necrons are going to be coming up pretty soon Mm -hmm. so really cool stuff necrons i think widely regarded i know you frankie you and i both think that index necrons can compete but i think people just kind of gave up on trying uh and it is playing a little bit more difficult uh in the current meta to make them work so it's exciting stuff
1: I believe uh, Necron Index Necrons is very similar to Tau Last Edition where a lot of the Necron players look at it as they did their old codex and it's not the same codex. You have to look at it from a different point of view um, and come at it from a different direction. I think it's very competitive the way it is. Um, but as you can see, they're about to get a big boost.
2: So. Yeah, and playing Necrons yeah. in the Index, it was a little bit challenging. There were some really good combos that it's like, I was kind of hoping we'd see someone take it to a tournament and do well. We just I didn't see anyone kind of grab onto it, like yeah. you know, doing the teleport tricks with the um, the, the Deceiver yeah. um, and um, uh, Oberon, mm-hmm. like pulling a unit of Guard up or something right into your opponent's face at the top of turn one and charging him. Like yeah. no one was really doing it, but there was some. There was actually some really good Index combos.
1: Yeah, I think uh, so the the Necron decks or the Necron uh, um, Index. Had a lot of tricks which is very different for necrons because necrons before were very straightforward you know like run forward shoot get back up shoot again all that stuff whereas this they had a lot of like teleporting tricks you can deep strike in a monolith monolith could pull a unit you can bring guys back to life in a unit to increase their size like is there were a lot of cool things you could do and i don't think people really grasped onto those so
2: yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. Like 8th edition, there was too much information at once with all the stuff. There's a lot of combos that we saw in the indexes that never got a chance to, to, to get their day in the sun because they didn't weren't around long enough. Yep. But let's talk about what's to come with Necrons. Mm-hmm. And again, pro tip, if you were thinking about starting a Necron army, you might want to grab stuff now. Yeah. Because when the codex drops, as we've been seeing, GW's probably going to sell out of a lot of stuff. Yep, yep. So it might be a great time to get ahead of the, the game. Pick up some Necron kits, especially from your friends at Frontline Gaming. And a discount free nice. shipping, over $99.
0: Boom. Pretty good. Hey. Good placement. Hey. Not bad. Yeah. Hey. When you got it, you got it. When you got it, you got it. Marketing 101.
2: Mm. I read The Seven Immutable Laws of Marketing. Mm-hmm. I'm applying it now. Number one. It's actually a really good book out there for anybody who's interested in the topic. Uh, so, Mephret Dynasty Solar Fury. Each time a model with this code... Ooh,
1: whatever that is. It's like they're programmed. Uh,
2: shoots an enemy unit that is within half range of its maximum uh, weapon's maximum range. The armor penetration characteristic of that weapon's attack is immediately uh, improved by one. This one, I, in playtesting, I always felt like this was one of the strongest ones. Yeah. So uh, your gauze weapon would go to, to AP2. Uh, a Tesla weapon goes to AP1, which is amazing. Um, yep. Really, really strong.
1: Yeah, people online are already talking about this one. And I mean, it's. Very powerful. Increasing your ape, uh, armor penetration is very, very
3: big. So.
2: Yeah, it's it's huge, especially if you have a big unit of warriors with yep. forty God shots. I actually really like it with Tesla because Tesla has so many possible hits. Um, you don't with Tesla. You try to stay at maximum range. Yeah. But uh, this gives them a little bit of a punch when they get close because Tesla weapons have higher strength. Uh, really, really good.
1: But it's it, it works for everything. So yeah. even like. Uh, the, all your weapons so even your long range weapons when they get half range get more powerful so
2: and it really helps because one of the things that necrons could struggle with was punching through armor uh this obviously makes it a lot easier to do but bear in mind before before people start going bananas there's all these other cool things involved like you know warlord traits and relics all that fun stuff so wait till you see the whole package before you jump to any conclusions but I think a lot of people are going to default to Mephret because it's so obviously useful. Uh, the, next, the next one is niferic. Uh This is the translocation beams. Uh, I don't know what they're calling them, the mm-hmm. uh, binary something or others. I can't remember what their, their sept or chapter tactics were called, but uh, if a unit with this code advances, adds six to its move characteristics instead of rolling a die. Um, and if that unit is being affected by my will and be done it
1: goes up to, by one, and then in addition they can go through uh, buildings and enemy models. And, yep, nice. So that's huge. It I mean, is. if somebody's trying to block you off with like a screen, these guys can advance and go directly through them. Plus, they get an automatic six on their advance, which is huge.
2: And a lot of like, oftentimes people don't realize the power of anything that's movement related. But what what I have noticed in my decades of playing this game is that the most powerful rules are usually those associated with movement. The master of the game wins the game in the movement phase or during move with movement, I have noticed. So anything like this that speeds you up and allows you to ignore things when you're moving is tremendously powerful when you're actually playing Mm. the game. It may not seem that way when you're writing your list, but when you're playing the game and you need to get to an objective or you know, you're hiding a unit inside of uh, a, impa- like behind impassable terrain and then you just zip right through it. I mean, that's like crazy strong. So, uh, I think that this is one that's going to surprise people. Yeah. And then what about Nicolak? Nickelback.
1: Nickelback.
2: <laughs> it's <laughs> forever and ever going to be Nickelback. Uh, Nickelback. You
1: get to re-roll, uh, hit rolls of one for the units when they're shooting in overwatch and normal shooting, mm-hmm. as long as they don't move. So pretty good. Man.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I that's could right. see taking a detachment of, uh, you know, yeah, shooting units that would sit back and bust yeah. us out.
1: Well, it's really good because uh, Necrons in the index, at least, didn't have any uh, way to re-roll hit rolls. Um, they had a lot of boost to their ballistic skill to where they could get up to like boost skill two plus, but no re-rolls. So now you have your re-roll if you don't move.
2: So you just have to do nickel back. Mm-hmm. And what was it somebody show me a graph, right?
0: Photograph. Look at oh, this yeah. photograph.
2: Look at this graph.
0: <laughs> that was the thing.
2: That was a thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, i, I that was For a about a hot minute, yeah. yeah. Uh Novak. Uh
1: Novak, they get uh re-roll hit rolls when they charge. Can I interrupt you really quickly? Yeah, go ahead.
2: Their special rule is called awakened by murder.
3: Bye. Mm-hmm. So
2: if you get They're murdered bringing it back. if you get murdered, you wake up. Yeah. Well no, if I'm you, hear, sure somebody, works. If if
0: you hear somebody If you hear somebody getting is. murdered, you wake up. Yeah.
2: What? Yeah. <laughs> so do you murder someone when you're asleep and then you wake up? No, you oh, just okay.
0: hear it. Somebody getting murdered. She like, oh, aroused by murder. Oh, snap. Ooh, <laughs> that could be uh, like a murder erotica uh, <laughs> murder fiction. she wrote, you know? yeah. Murder. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the yeah. murder because he gets aroused by murder. Oh. And then uh, the lady who did um, murder she wrote would be in it. Yes, as of course. detective. She would be the she be a she'd be the, Necron. She be the detective, oh, but she's a robot
2: now.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: I love I like it. it.
1: Uh, but anyways, Breath they themselves. get rerolls the hit in the fight phase if they charged or performed a heroic intervention. That's really good.
2: obviously we you take a detachment with like wraiths and uh lich guard
1: it's also not bad for uh warriors and such um because when you boost their blister skill you also boost their weapon weapon skill skill. so they're actually hitting on twos and then they did have buffing characters in the index where you get more attacks so
2: can they get their strength up too yeah with uh yeah you
1: get your strength up with with, uh uh,
2: luminar arrows.
1: yeah so yeah not
3: bad
2: and then the last one sautek
1: uh basically the ranged weapons uh turn into assault weapons so they mm-hmm. can advance and still shoot and then they don't suffer the penalty for moving and shooting heavy weapons yeah unless they advance
0: pretty good so that's really good yeah pretty good that one stands out to me well,
2: yeah. with your destroyers and heavy destroyers and yeah. such that's amazing
1: yeah
2: uh, i like that one a lot and that'd be great for the vehicles too mm-hmm. um you know things like the track stalker
1: the flyers like it, it this one helps out vehicles immensely for uh, necrons so yeah. i'm excited for that one
2: yeah i know that, that, that's this is great i, yeah. I think that I, I really think that the necron codex is gonna we're gonna see necron players coming out of the woodwork
1: yeah yeah i think this will be a huge buff um but i'm excited their dynasties look amazing so
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome can't wait all right the team had a chance to try star wars legion out and a big <laughs> thanks to ffg for sending us a preview copy yep we also got it fully painted and it looks great
3: yeah
2: uh and we'll have pictures of that as soon as we can but uh, Mr. Banana,
0: yeah, I had a chance to go to play it. Um, like you said, Fantasy Flight Games sent us advanced copies with um, you know some of the unit, um, the unit upgrades that have been that are going to be coming out when the game comes out. I think it's late March is when the releases. I believe. Don't quote me on that. But um, it's really fun. I actually haven't played very many Fantasy Flight games before, so it was it was extremely new to me, um, and it's very similar to. Other fantasy flight games where, like, you know, and a you lot of just You missed. haven't played. No, no. Well, I started. I played. I started, playing, played Rune War, I started playing Rune Wars, and I started playing. I played a couple so. games of Legion, and then from what I'm told from <laughs> X Wing and also Armada, there's there's a lot of the similarities in terms of, like, you your opponent, you're keeping your opponent guessing as to like what you're going to do. So there's a little bit of a pregame before each turn, and you're trying to like think about, okay, when is my opponent going to want to go for the initiative? There's a lot of like cool things like that. Just like Rune Wars, there's a lot of it between each game turn you kind of like plan out your turn ahead of time and that's kind of what you see in this one but it's it's a mix of that with like the traditional miniature game you know the skirmish type uh war games um really easy to pick up i picked it up we just did they have like a learning game that you can uh follow the book along it tells you exactly like where to place the models and stuff like that i did it that way and i learned i picked it up really quick uh and then i was able to play with the advanced rules after um a lot of people uh, some of the complaints people were saying is that like oh, it's going to be boring because you just have a couple like very like basic squads. But what you can do is, just like all the other Fantasy fight games, is you add upgrades to the squads for points. So you, you give like unit leaders uh, special weapons, uh, special rules, grenades, and you pay for, pay for all those upgrades. You can have a lot of what looks like similar squads, like a bunch of stormtroopers, but each of the squads you can have like specialized in something else. Um Darth Vaders in the game, which is really cool. Uh he was
2: wrecking everybody. He killed
0: he killed my uh my Luke Skywalker because I ran him up the board. Because <laughs> Luke Skywalker is like su- super fast. You can like basically ignore terrain because he jumps over it and stuff. Um, but in close combat, like Darth Vaders, like, there's nobody can can beat him. And you can upgrade the Jedi's as well. Like there's little like you can give them different force powers. Oh, that's cool. So it's really like I I'm actually quite enjoying it, to be honest. Um they have, and everything is like true scale. So like the ATST it's is like huge. actually, big, it's like this big. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Um,
2: the walker and, is gigantic. Yeah. Like it looks like it would be the right, yeah, yeah. the appropriate scale. The, model, so, the
0: models are amazing. The models look really good once they're painted up. Um, yeah,
3: I
2: mean, let's just be real though. They're, they're not even remotely close to GW models. No. But for what they are, they're pretty good. They're, yeah. really, they're like really good board game models.
3: Yeah. And, yeah, that, that's um, a good way to
0: they're it. They're easy to put together. They're easy, I mean, maybe not easy to paint like stormtroopers, but... You don't even really you don't need to paint them like they, you put them together and just play out of the box. Um, like Big Nasty B used to say, you just pull it out and play with it. <laughs> that's how he. That's, how he does that's,
2: it. Uh, that's why he's not allowed near Chuck E. Cheese's anymore. Yeah,
0: or the show. <laughs> um, and so, <laughs> show. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. Me and Pascal, um, one of the artists on our team, uh, have been playing it, and we did a, a little uh, promotional video for it that should be coming out. I think when you guys get back, uh, when some of the team gets back from the vacation. Um, and yeah, I just I can't have enough good things to say about it. I'm really enjoying it.
2: Yeah, yeah uh, During league day on Saturday here at Frontline Gaming, um, Pascal actually played with a couple people. Uh, Mariana even gave it a try, and it was it was a little bit too complicated for Mariana, who is not uh, like a board game or a, a war game enthusiast. She said it was like a little bit too complicated, but she still picked it up pretty quick. Mm. So I'm getting the stink eye right now. <laughs> So easy. Those are the words that came out of your mouth, but you know what? That's okay. We'll yeah. just uh, pretend like... The, the, just edit that website. out in post. Just fix it. Fix that and post. It's all. And then Mariana loved the yeah. game. <laughs>
0: it's just going to be her voice. Loved it. Yeah, and uh, James, James tried it. James, uh, the architect?
2: Yeah. yeah. The, the, the... Frank Lloyd Wright?
0: No, that's such an inside joke and nobody's going to get this. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh,
2: but he'll get it. Yeah. I mean, it'll make him laugh. Uh, he really enjoyed it too. Yeah. yeah. And we've been playing
0: uh, on our new six foot by three foot mats because yep. uh, Fantasy Flight Games uh, has made all of their games for that specific sized mat and I can see why now. I actually never really understood uh, it's it.
2: It's something unique.
0: Yeah. I never really understood it um, but like a lot of the rules are bent, are made around the size of the mat.
2: Well so, the thing with six by three too is like we've talked about is like those the, the plastic folding tables you see at every game right. store. Uh, for they're, magic They're six stuff, feet yeah. wide but they're like I think they're
0: they're seventy by like thirty. Yeah, yeah. They're less than three feet. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Are they less than three feet? Yes, so the six by three foot mat hangs over too.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to say like that's genius, but they're a little genius. bit smaller. But no. but that's closer than like a six floor by yeah. side, by four. That's true. So yeah, they are.
2: They're like thirty inches yeah. wide. Yeah. Sure.
0: And so it's it's kind of it's it's good timing that that we started doing the six by three mats, um, right when Legion is coming out and.
2: Uh, well, it works for Rune Wars and Armada. Yeah, and,
0: we've been so. using our. Um, the Badlands and the Snowmats because we can like recreate oh, battles. Yeah, it's really cool. Um I yeah, it's just it's a great game. I mean, if you guys, if your local game store has a, a copy, which a lot of game stores have demo copies right now, um, I would encourage you to check it out because it's 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 a little bit different than the normal offerings from fantasy flight games, and it's more of like what you if you're a fan of 40k. Like, there is a lot of that skirmish-based movement and stuff like that that you'll like.
2: It is. the significant difference is Like, you just move the sergeant, and then everybody else can just be around him.
0: So it cuts down on time. Yeah. So that one model okay. specifically is the important one the for me. The thing movement. is,
2: like, I could see a high-level play. Like, you could game the shit out of that.
0: So. Maybe. I, I like how the vehicles move, too, because I guess I, I don't play Armada or X-Wing, but I'm assuming... Like, like, the turning radius, like, a lot of them have like better turning radiuses than others. So if you have this big lumbering like walker tank, it doesn't just like spin immediately and run in the opposite direction. Like, you know, in 40K, there's really no, you can move any direction, doesn't matter. Yeah. But in the Fantasy Flight games, they try to make it more realistic. So you have to like walk, like, yeah. and turn around. Yeah, yeah which could be, you know, frustrating. If you're trying to, like, shoot someone behind you, but you can't turn around. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They have, like, moving
2: sticks like you do in uh, yeah. X-Wing. Yeah. So, yeah, check it out. Uh, stay tuned for front- to Frontline Gaming for some more coverage mm-hmm. of the game. And um, it looks pretty cool. And yeah. when you got the Star Wars brand behind you, it's pretty hard to see. Yeah.
0: And they can expand it quite a bit. Like, what? there's a lot. I mean, if you uh, some again, the, some of the crit- critiques people have is that oh, it's just can be rebels versus imperials, wow, and man, how boring can that be? But if you watch, so if you watch any right. of the Star Wars like cartoons or other stuff or, a or movies, stuff. how many different types of units are there? Oh, yeah, like insane amounts. Well, you
2: can have the Mandalorians. You
0: can have Wookies. Right. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. the,
2: what were the little? All the guys? Jedi that they can put in there, like. Uh, Gungans, sign yes. me up for that army. Yep.
0: The only yeah, issue the I can, the only issue I can see though is that like. They, since they're doing this at the time of Darth Vader, there's only like three known Jedi. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, they might I mean, have yeah, a lot of. Yeah, but you could
2: have expansions, and uh, you could go no. into the the Clone Wars. And I think they'll have to do that. You could go back to the Knights of the Old Republic. Like if, if you went to yeah. the Clone Wars, that opens up.
0: Yeah, everything that would right? be amazing. I, yeah. I I think they will at some point I think depending you on. Have the, to. There's only so much you can do at this time period. Well, then you
2: could go forward, and you could have the Knights of Ren. You could. There, right. There's
1: a lot.
0: Yeah, there's but they just they just uh, said that Leia is the next character
1: coming out for the Imperials. Yeah. that's cool. Plus they could uh, have like Han Solo and all those. Yeah. Like, uh, there's quite a bit they can do with it. Uh, so
2: Boba Fett, bro.
1: Yeah.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Old Obi-Wan? No.
1: Jabba the Hutt? He'll be in the game. <laughs>
2: yeah. That would be awesome. Dude, dude.
0: No, no, my, no. dude you know they're going to have Boba Fett at some point. Oh, yeah. Course, yeah. yeah. They're
2: going to have a whole Mandalorian faction. You'd be stupid not to. Yeah. You they're hear like like fans that fans of that game? From Reese
0: Robbins. You'd be dumb. Yeah.
2: You're yeah, an dumb idiot. idiot. Uh, anyway, we'll have more coverage as we go. Yeah, but, and we'll be
0: offering the game as well once it is released. Yeah.
2: Really fun, uh, funny little side story. So uh, any of you who pay attention to Frontline Gaming were aware of the whole uh, situation that developed with Riot Games, watching the Las Vegas Open, giving Alex Finnell a $5,000 sportsmanship award from yeah. uh, from Mark Merrill, one of the co-founders of Riot Games. The award was from him, not Riot Games, just to be clear. And it turned into an over $15,000 donation to a children's hospital. So it really became this cool, positive story about being a good sport, giving back to your community. You never know who's watching. But uh, we got a package in the, uh, in the mail from Riot Games, from Mark Merrill specifically, and his team. It his WWAD, What Would Alex Do? Mm-hmm. So when you're playing a game and you feel yourself getting salty. Yeah, <laughs> look at it. What would,
0: how would Alex handle this? So if you're getting tonied and someone's just really <laughs> oh, no. just on you right in the face, look down. <laughs>
1: right in the
0: face. Right, and you're just like, "Oh, okay. I'll, I'll be a calm English gentleman." That's really too tall.
3: <laughs> oh, that was awesome. So we'll be handling, we're handing fancy these suits. out. We're
2: we'll be handing these out at the SoCal Open, by yeah. the BAO as well. We got a bunch of them. Yeah. And we want to say big thanks to Mark and his team. Yeah. Uh, These are really cool. And, They're awesome. Uh, yeah. So we included a video in the show notes for those of you who are not familiar with the story, but want to get a really quick recap on what happened. Uh, really neat video that Mariana put together. Check that out, and you can uh, find out uh, all about it. what started out as kind of a sour situation and turned into something super positive. Yep. Forge World previewed a new Terex <laughs> pattern assault drill.
1: I like the plasma oh. guns <laughs>
3: on it. Well, it has a little no thing sense. that it
2: can like stick into it. Yeah. So when it emerges from the depths, it
3: has goes, a little thing it can stick into it, huh? God, I don't know.
1: Just <laughs>
2: <laughs> these are rad. You guys are... It's like
0: it's like the um the Sisters of Science vehicles. <laughs> yeah. oh. It looks
2: like the thing from uh way
0: too much effort put into this.
2: Total recall. The drill. Yeah. The drilled oh, the drill bot. car.
0: Yeah. It's, it's well painted.
3: I love it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. If you guys
2: played old school uh, epic uh, or the game from you know Road Trader, a lot they, a lot of things came up from under the ground. That was like pretty common back then. Yeah. This thing's cool. It's like a reverse draw pod. Uh, I like okay. it. So yeah, anyway. Everyone can, gets their own opinion. You can <laughs> deliver uh, You can deliver your troops into battle from underneath your foe.
1: I would like it if it didn't have the plasma guns on it.
2: They have little holsters that they go in. They just look Where do the
1: plasma guns come
0: from?
2: That little... Come on! They pop
0: out of there? Yeah! Okay.
2: Because obviously you couldn't stick out while it's traveling under the earth. Right. <laughs> Duh. Fair enough. Uh Adepticon's coming up. We already covered that, but I'm wearing my Adepticon shirt as a sign of solidarity and support because yeah. I won't be
1: there. He's not going to take it off. He's going to leave it on until Adepticon's over to wish yeah. me luck. Thanks, I'm
2: going to keep it, nice it on day. until the next Adepticon. Oh,
1: there right. you go.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to yeah. go. I couldn't. I have a, I have a wedding too in yeah. the states though. Oh, yeah, I have to go. Wow. To a, You're it's not a family cool. wedding. Yeah, got to go to it. Wedding. Wedding?
2: Most weddings that do involve family. No. Do you want a free FLG mat? ah <gasps> i do you a store owner that would like to stock flg mats nice then check out the flg mat Outrider program in which you can get a free flg mat for your store to sample the product see if it makes sense and if you are a plucky and enterprising gamer that recommended the store we'll send you one for free too if they open up a wholesale account yep boom check it out
0: win-win it right. was a win-win-win-win win. three wins that's a yeah. triple h. you win we win store owner wins
2: oh my gosh yeah huge funny thing i just found out because i just said triple h
3: mm-hmm.
2: the the uh story, the wrestler? famous wrestler yeah you'll never guess who was a big pro wrestling fan pablo mariana
0: oh Mariana loves it. Mariana was a no big way. pro
2: wrestler. Yes, she's been to multiple WWEs. Oh no! Oh, my
0: God. She, guess she, who, oh no! You went to the shows. She, she, she was a
2: huge fan. Guess who her favorite was? Triple H. You said. You just said it. Goldust. No, oh, yeah.
3: Gold not. Dust. I
2: was it? twelve. I was a huge fan when I was a little kid too. John Cena. <laughs> oh no! Well, yeah, he's awesome. He, he's handsome. No. He's awesome.
0: Those jean no. shorts. Just... He's a. He's a. He's the Marine. Oh, do yeah, you do You don't? Know? Yeah, yep. don't mess with him. You
1: don't mess with him. He's great.
2: Sure. I see now I came from a different era of, of pro wrestling. I loved Hulk Hogan in the uh Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> ultimate Yeah, that guy
1: was something else. Dude, go,
2: go watch his YouTube interviews.
1: They are scary.
0: the
2: amazing. A, it was a period right
0: before amazing. the attitude era. It was really good. it was like Macho Man. You had uh, Ultimate Warrior, Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man. <laughs> Rudy Iron, Roddy Piper. All, the Iron Sheik. Like that was like the Coco Yeah, the coolest time period. Oh, <laughs> then gosh. they had like the realistic, like like attitude, I was really into it too. And, yeah. Like you know, with Stone Cold and The Rock and Triple H. Oh yeah, they, yeah. they all put
2: on jeans and leather. Denim it's and strange. Leather. It changed yeah. from
0: like the glam rock, like super roided out, like didn't care. They would take as many stairs so as possible. So Like to like the you know Mick Foley. He's <laughs> fine, but how can
2: you ever top Coco Beware?
0: I don't know. You had a parrot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Remember the God, they had so many cool people. Hacksaw oh. Jim Duggan, yeah. who would just like his whole thing is he'd carry a two by four and hit you with it. He wasn't
3: even in very good shape. No, he's fat out of shape. He was giant. Jake the snake, super out of shape. He had a
2: sweet mullet. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Hacksaw Jim Duggan was like an actual construction worker yeah. that did pro wrestling like on the side.
1: Yeah. So good. <laughs> big boss man? Big
0: boss man. He was great.
2: Oh, dude. Uh, Sergeant, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter. Yeah. That was <laughs> the- we can do a whole
0: podcast on. On that era of wrestling it was really
2: was the 80s wrestling was just the best dude. Yeah. yeah oh man i loved it the guy rudy roddy piper and then who was the guy who had all the rubber bands
3: oh, what yeah i don't remember yeah. that. he
2: wasn't like a wrestler he was like a hype man i don't know uh, yeah i can't remember who no. he was oh, no the undertaker
0: man. was good he's been there since like the start though Like he's still doing it i think like, yeah how sometimes really? like yeah he's, he's really old I was dying. They don't have to do much anymore. I was
2: dying yeah. when I found out Mariana was a. That
0: <laughs> she just is liked. She- funny. Did you make a fan? Did you make signs, Mariana? She had a poster of John Cena. John Cena. John Cena. Oh. No, it wasn't. No, oh, yeah. it nice. had a heart.
2: and hearts on it. She might have made out with that poster. Twelve years old.
0: I, you know, I don't blame her. Yeah. My little
2: sister <laughs> had a poster really- of huge Jonathan Tom. Taylor Thomas. Ah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh.
2: I had Kathy Ireland on my wall. And uh, and uh, Cindy Crawford.
3: Mm-hmm. I had wolves. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: a real Ricky thing. had like
2: three Wolf Moon yeah. framed posters. I was like, what the?
0: Just f- nature photos of wolves. Because <laughs> he he identifies with a wolf.
2: Yeah, you bring, uh, you
1: bring ladies back home. You're like, hey, you want to join the wolf pack? <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. for the ladies. They come good. in, they be like, wow. They're like, oh man.
0: I had
2: wow. I had such I an it. 80s boy bed. <laughs> I had Kathy Ireland, a Lamborghini, like the 80s Lamborghini. Did you have a car bed? Uh, I wish. Ugh. I wish. And yeah. then I had like Wolverine or something like that. It was pretty amazing. When
1: I was little, I had goosebumps all over the place. Oh, the books? Yeah, Those and like posters yeah. and all that stuff, then.
2: Those are good. Uh, and in other news, mm. uh, the ITC Hobby Track is just about ready to launch. We're really, really excited.
0: It's always just about ready.
2: No, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's essentially done, but the BCB guys have been working their asses off. They're, they've been updating so much stuff, mm-hmm. Yeah. and it's it's we were hoping to be done. At the end of February, obviously, we're mid-March. So, uh, But I think the it's going to be worth the wait. So the ITC Hobby Track, again, for those of you who are unaware, but everyone I've talked to about it has been super excited. Mm-hmm. The ITC Hobby Track is going to be almost the exact same thing as the normal ITC competitive track. But the Hobby Track only tracks how you rank with your hobby score mm-hmm. as opposed to just looking at battle points, which is what we typically do. And the really cool thing about this is a lot of people out there that love the hobby, they like going to events, but they don't really give a hoot about winning or losing their games, they're there to have fun. And to show off their awesome painted miniatures, right? That's what gets them excited. I know a lot of guys who only go to win best painted. With some of our Team Zero Comp teammates, remember Josh. Like, Josh won like two games total,
3: ever. Yeah, I think so. (laughs)
2: But he he never cared. He was just there to win best painted. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there who would go to more events and they'd be more excited to participate in the community if they got recognized for the part of the hobby that they liked. So in enter go. ITC Hobby Track. So what it's going to do is you're going to, uh, by the way you rank overall in the, the hobby portion of an event, uh, we're going to take those rankings, assign scores to it, almost the exact same way we do for the competitive track. And you could actually win ITC Best Hobbyist without ever winning a single game. Boom. Doesn't matter.
0: You can be the, the number 10,000 on the list, but number one on the 100. There hearts. you go. 10 in our hearts. Ah, mm-hmm. damn it.
2: You Got took it. that. Yeah. And then the other cool thing is, too, is that we're obviously going to be tracking uh, uh, factions and regions. So you could be the best Australian Sisters of Battle painter. That so now you can something.
0: go, you can truly go for the hat trick, right? Because you can win. Best in the ITC, best yep. for your faction, and the best in the hobby,
2: and best, best in, in the, the ho- faction for your hobby too.
0: There you go. So there's four, yeah. and then if you're on a team, that's best team, that's five. Yeah. If anybody so, wins damn. that, you get a million dollars. Maurice Robbins. Not, that's not true.
1: Same. You heard it here first. <laughs> you get Jason Butler as your personal. You get flight. one. I'm your
0: guarantor. Yeah.
2: You'll get one certificate for a free. You'll get. <laughs> You'll
0: get a Kinko certificate mailed to you.
2: You get a hand drawn certificate. certificate for a free back rub. Oh. From the salty banana.
0: Okay. The Danish sure. the delight. Danish delight. The Danish treat. <laughs> Isn't it like a candy? It's not even like a banana. Uh, I, don't I don't
1: know. No idea.
0: So Somebody tried is... to explain it every every time someone tries to explain it what it is. I don't know.
2: This is really exciting because I could see whole teams of people coming out to, to be the best hobby team and they just like never win, but no, they just have like, a great time. Yeah. And that makes an event more fun. Like that that's the kind of energy you want to bring to your event and make it more enjoyable for everybody. Right. Not only does it look better aesthetically but it's going to bring a lot of like fun good spirit to your event as well so yeah. we think this is going to be tremendously popular it's going to reach a whole new group of people get people excited not just about the itc but what the itc's purpose is is to get people excited to go to other events and participate in the community as a whole uh, i can i can totally see rivalries developing like who's the number one uh, blood angels painter like what is what is he doing that i'm not because i'm number three i think it's gonna be a lot of fun yep a lot of fun uh, so keep your eyes open for that uh, and also check out Vesco's Pairings uh, new website They've done a, a, a lot of uh, updates and changes to the way that the site looks and I think it, they did a great job It looks phenomenally better than it did um,
0: It's pretty sweet the way it looked. It was pretty good.
2: The, the look before was functional if not very beautiful
0: mm-hmm. Now it's both. I like it. It was like a late 90s website.
2: It did. There yeah. was MIDI music playing. <laughs> yeah, it was like my, MIDI files
0: were embedded. Yeah, it was like my old MySpace page. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of dancing hamster, <laughs> <laughs> dancing babies on the uh, side of it. Yeah.
2: Oh, uh, there are a ton of events this weekend. I mean, there's. Oh my I god! Don't know, is 30, this 40K. is just the weekend. That's just 40k. Just this weekend. Jeez,
3: that's like yeah. the years of like 30, 40
2: thirty, <laughs> forty-k events, and including a major. We have the March Madness fifth annual. A mm. major event in Conway, Arkansas. I've heard nothing but good things about this. Arkansas. And they have the Lords of War twenty eighteen in the Pinkin Bar Hotel. Ooh. In wow. Queensland, Australia, mate. Pretty good. You if you win, you get a venomous spider and a can of vegemite.
0: Oh. You win, what do you get? If you're like a winner in Australia, what do you get? Do you, you get you a go? drop
1: bear.
2: You get a bear drop bear. Yeah, twelve pack
0: of beer. Yeah. Fosters.
2: You know that's the, the official beer of Australia.
0: Yes, is it? Mm-hmm. But they, uh-huh. they but they don't actually drink Foster's. No, you know? they do. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they don't even have it, in Australia. it. Is it insulting
0: if you give them a Foster's yes. beer?
2: It's, it's like a, like a joke, right? It's it's not even it's made in America. It's yeah. not even an Australian beer. Yeah, <laughs> in Australia they each each uh, uh, what the hell they call it's not a it's a province I think or a, I don't know. And what I a, think they call
0: one thing I learned is box, they call they call cans of beer tinnies. <laughs>
2: In Soblock, Queensland, yeah. they have their own uh-huh. beer. So, like, each region has their own uh-huh. beer. And they're like, like you only drink that
1: yeah. beer. Which yeah. one claims Foster's? Uh,
2: that's the whole country.
1: I think that's the country as a whole.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. if you want. So, one I learned recently, they call beers Tinnies. If they're in cans, can. they're called Tinny's. Yeah. Everything has a Y. So, oh, if I you want it. a Tinny. Yeah.
2: You want a Tinny a Foster's, mate?
0: They call it what? Tinnies, Macca? is McDonald's, Mac Oh, Macca's, yeah. Mac-ers. That's that's what I've learned yeah. recently. Your sunglasses are
2: sunnies, your boy shorts are boardies. I
0: give them a lot of grief, but I am interested in like, how they talk, because it's really weird.
2: <laughs> Grab your sunnies and your boardies, mate. Weird.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: Yeah, that was pretty good. I thought that was, that was on point. Getting there. Yeah. Also, we have some uh, Age of Sigmar events coming up, and we have the Still City Sigmar tournament. Not so many. Tournament, <laughs> and you're so negative. You just to shut up. There are three. There's three. For the month, for the next two weeks,
0: I'm I only I only pointed out because I want people to like do more events okay. for it.
2: Okay.
1: So then they can go in your face, Jason. yeah. In
0: so so face. we can have like 20 events for
2: a weekend. Yeah, show me.
3: Show punch me, me in the face. The event.
2: And here you are. By doing it, punch you in the face. I'll do that for fun. There's your current top 10, 40k, ITC. Josh Jeff continues to lead the pack, followed by Matt Root. Alex Spinnell is in third. Patrick McKinnony in fourth. Anthony Bellin in fifth, Sean Prosser in sixth, Gary Frank in seventh, Chris Taylor in Mm -hmm. ninth, I skipped Patrick McNeil in eighth, and Christopher Boss.
3: (laughs) Nice. (laughs) This guy better win. Uh,
0: That's pretty good. Best name. Chris Boss, you better win the ITC, just so we can keep saying your name.
2: You need to name your son Little.
0: Little Boss. That would be good. (laughs) <laughs> Lil, L-I-L.
2: Lil Boss. Lil
3: Boss. Oh, <laughs> I like it. You yeah, like it.
2: Uh, AOS ITC top 10. Currently, Paul Jazrasecki. Jazrasecki.
3: Mm. <laughs> is
0: that what you saying? I think it's Jarzecki. Jarzecki. Oh, yeah. yeah. That makes yeah.
2: sense. Steven Haichi in second. Roger Barker in third. Jeremy Vessier in also tied for third. Troy Soloweski tied for fifth with Eric Dobler. Phil Savard in seventh. Johannes Hoogstraten in eighth. Landon Smith in ninth and Ben Kloss in ten.
3: These
0: are all really. new names. I love them. Yeah, which is cool. It's amazing. Cool to see a couple. A couple of the uh, the more common forty k names are starting to creep up there, but uh, yeah. yeah, so far it's all new. It's really cool.
2: It is indeed. Also, Tau discussion. Oh, the Codex is out. It's causing some uh, some 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 ripples as it uh, new Codexes always do. Mm-hmm. Um, I did write. Uh, GW actually asked me to write a Tau Tactica. Um, which just the first part of which just went up on the Warhammer community page. So it's cool because I'm new to the to the faction, but I am really excited after really digging into the codex um, and deciding on what army I wanted to play. Uh, I decided I want to do an infantry heavy army because uh, we have a Tau army in the studio already. It's uh, Frankie's. Frankie's is really suit heavy. It's kind of like the more normal way, traditional way to play Tau. I wanted to do something different. And I really like the Tau Infantry. I think that the Breachers and the Fire Warriors and the Pathfinder models, I think they all look amazing. So I decided to do an all, pretty much all Infantry Army. Um, so you can read that article on the Warhammer Community page. i also posted on Frontline Gaming. Uh, but we want to talk about some Tau tactics in general because there's been like a really mixed reaction to the Codex. The, a lot of the Tau community has been like neutral to negative about it. And a lot of the non-Tau community has been like, it looks really good. So I find that to be really interesting, and and I've I've taken the time to talk to some of my friends that are like dedicated Tao players, and I'm like like what about this it turns you off or makes you feel neutral or, or do you, that you like like why why are you having the reaction that you're having? And usually what I found is that the Tao players that were reacting negatively to it that I spoke to, it was more it wasn't that they, they 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 begrudgingly admitted that the codex had a lot of good stuff in it, but it was that it wasn't what they had expected or hoped for, right? Like they really wanted. I don't know, uh, all crisis suit army to be badass. And at this point in time, they don't feel like it is. Which, you know, p- play some games before you really formulate an opinion mm-hmm. with any decks. Uh, but then a lot of them, when I was asked some pointed questions, I'm like, well, what do you think about this combo or that combo? I'm like, Yeah, it's really good, but like, that's not the way I want to play the army. So I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like I get it, you know, like it's maybe not the exact flavor of ice cream that you wanted, but you can at least Hopefully see that it's still ice cream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, you know, yeah, poop on a cone.
0: Well it's uh, always selfish, like people not people not being happy with something is it's not what they had wanted for themselves.
2: the, the definition of disappointment is yeah. when your expectation does not meet reality. Right. I and mean that, I that's I'd what just,
0: it is. Be happy you're getting a codex. Wow,
2: well, that's one way of looking at it. Um, yeah, be happy you got a codex. Yeah. Uh, Frankie, you're by far the most experienced top player here, and I know you've been positive. You've been thinking that the codex looks really good. I know um, Nick Nonavati is really excited. He thinks it's very strong. He's talking about playing Tau. And I've been talking to some of the really good players in the UK um, who I've gotten mixed results from, and a lot of them that were not Tau players that are reading the codex think it's going to be extremely strong. Mm -hmm. What are your opinions?
1: Yeah, no, I think it's going to be really powerful. Um, Suits were good in the index, and I think they're even better in the codex with a lot of the um, cool tricks you can do. Uh, paired up with stealth suits some of the stratagems some of the uh, commander abilities um, Commanders got a big buff uh, you can now take a commander with a two-up armor save which is big um, that was something that you weren't able to do before uh, the big robots got big buffs as well <clears throat> um, as you guys are seeing in the codex there's there's quite a bit of changes so uh, i'm i'm overall like super stoked on this deck. i think it's going to be super powerful
2: So what do you think about, like, one of the big things everyone's talking about is the restriction on commanders. You can only take one per detachment now. Um, And in the index, like, really the list, one of the main lists that was working was, like, spamming out commanders. Uh, We talked about that on the last show. But what what are your thoughts on that? Because, like, I, I, like you, think some of the things like the Cold Star commander is ridiculously good.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, in all my lists, even in the index, I never took more than two commanders. Um, I think anything more than that was just too much. I don't, I don't think it was even really that competitive. Um, I like mixing in other things like the hammerheads, which are super good um, mm-hmm. and underrated, uh, to be honest, um, especially paired up with long strike. Long strike are super is good. Super um, good. Mm-hmm. I think the restriction to the commanders, as uh, yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, you can't take your... Nine commanders or whatever, but come on, that's that's not really that fun to play against, (laughs) and it's not really that fun to see on the table. Although yeah I'm sure some people did some cool conversions and stuff like that, but I think really and truly, like maximum, you really only need three, if Mm -hmm. at all. Like I I, I've never used three on the table. Well, that's not true. I tried out the commander list with like twelve, but that was dumb. Uh, But in all my normal lists that I would take to events, I only ran two. And Mm -hmm. I think that's all you really need. And like I was saying, there's huge buffs. Reese was saying the Cold Star is super good. Um, You can take commanders in so many different ways than you could before. I think it's overall going to be a positive. And it opened up, up, you have to take a lot more things in the decks. Like now you can take Hammerheads, you take uh, Storm Surges, you take Riptides, you take all these other units that you wouldn't have taken before because why, when I could take a suit commander that could hit on it too.
3: And it
2: has a character protection yeah, and drone protection. Yeah. So it's like, I, you know, for people who are like kind of entrenched in playing that way, it feels like it's nothing but a nerf, but let's be real. Like you said, is it, do you, do you want your codex to be defined by spamming a commander? Like right. that's what my codex is. So GW took the action that they felt was necessary to curb that while still hopefully keeping your faction strong. Um, I think it's just going to take a little time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very similar to like we saw with Tao last edition, where a lot of Tao players are like, "This is the worst thing ever." Look yeah. at it from a different perspective. Come at it from a brand new deck so you've never seen before, mm-hmm. yeah. and then tackle it that way, and take a lot of the units that maybe you've never taken before. Maybe you don't even have them in your Tau collection. You know, check out Vespid, check out Crude, check out all these other units that maybe you've never taken before, like uh, Pathfinders. Mm-hmm. I I. Usually, don't take Pathfinders, but in the decks, I might take them.
2: Yeah, Frankie so. was mocking me because I was taking three units of Pathfinder. He's like, Pathfinder. I was like, no, no, look, look, check this out. Like, they have so many really cool things. Like, I'm not even actually taking them in my list for the Marker Lights. Like, the Marker Lights, I'm like, oh, cool, look, I might actually get a couple extra hits. Yeah. That's not what I'm even taking them for. I'm taking them for the really cool drones. The Pulse Accelerator drone is the shit. Yep. Uh, the Ignore Cover drone is badass. Even the Gravity Flux drone, I'm going to throw one in there. If someone gets close, I can make them fail the charge. That could be game-winning. Um, yep. But then it's their heavy weapons are really affordably priced now. Mm-hmm. The Ion Rifle especially uh, is only seven points. Yep. So I take them now just for firepower.
1: Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of points reductions in the decks, which is huge. It'll help out. You'll see a lot more models on the table. Um, also, something big that Tau have, is, um, I forgot what it's called, but it's uh, Advanced Warning Override, I think is what it is, where they get to the intercept um that's huge in this edition um so many things now will come in turn one nine inches away and it's going to charge you now you put your big suits like you put your uh, uh uh storm surge right in the front like go ahead and deep strike nine inches away i'm going to shoot you with all my weapons yeah, once I'm you gonna do, and i'm going to blast you mm-hmm. uh, those kind of things are what are going to set tau aside from the other dexes especially with the tau uh, army being able to shoot you on fives when you charge them with Overwatch, and it's not just the unit you're charging; all the other supporting units are going to be shooting you too. And there's all sorts of other upgrades in this deck to where, like, oh, you get to re-roll your Overwatch shots or something like that, or your marker lights are now boosting you up. It's huge. Like, Tower are going to be one of the scariest codexes to charge, which is going to be really cool.
2: And they already work. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's one of the things. Like for me, I'm I'm building a like really infantry heavy army because I like I said I love the, the models that was the main motivation also I just like doing things differently I always I always try to build a list that's different from what everybody else is doing and um, looking at all the ways you can buff just your basic fire warrior to get up to like three shots per model at 21 inch range rerolling ones to hit like the amount of DACA you can put out is ridiculous and I plan on getting my marker lights using fire Fireblades and Marks Firesight Marksmen, because their BS2 and 3 uh, much more likely to hit, even with a minus one hit, and then using the Marker Light stratagem that when you hit, you get D3 plus one actual Marker Lights down, right? And then it's like, I don't really need that many Marker Lights, because they're characters, they're hard to hit, they're very accurate. I don't need a shit ton of them, because I just plant a couple of those, pop the strat, oh, you're up to four, now my army is going to waylay stick you with just mass fire. Uh, and I plan on taking a bunch of breachers to go up the table uh, with Cruit. And I can't decide yet if I like Tau or Viola more. Tau, like you said, crazy good overwatch. They have really good strats. But Viola is really, really badass too because you can advance and shoot with no penalty. Mm-hmm. Makes them like They play like Dire Avengers, who are one of my favorite infantry units to play. Uh, and the breacher's gun is crazy strong. Uh, I don't know. I can't just make up my mind right and the breach and clear stratagem is amazing the viewer law stratagem is to shoot twice with a unit again with breachers you have a unit of 10 that's close um and then you have like dark strider. Or, or you can't with um viewer uh, law but uh the breach and clear stratagem to give them reroll failed moon rolls and ignore cover they're going to annihilate what they shoot at
1: yeah there's all sort the the stratagems in this book are really powerful um and then they have like you're saying all their different chapter tactics are huge like it's actually one of the ones that's going to be like really hard to pick. It's going to be similar to like the Astra Militarum where you're like, Ooh, I don't know which one I want to go with because they're all really powerful.
2: Yeah. So. And that's the other thing too, is the, the way I want to play it, because I, I like, I'm taking so many troops. I'm like, I have like, some of my lists have 12 to 18 command points. So I'm going to be burning stratagems like crazy. I am going to reroll things for the hell of it. Yep. Just boom, boom, boom. And I plan on taking the, the, uh, the strat, the uh, relic that gives me uh, my command points back on the six. And then the Warlord trait that on a six plus the wound, you get an additional minus one AP Storm of Fire for the Space Marines. When you have all those Fire wars, mass shooting, you're going to just melt stuff.
1: Yeah, you pick one unit and you're like, yeah, that unit's going to die. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, here we go. Boom. Dead.
2: <laughs> so I think it's uh, I think this is going to be a, a case of play. I think people are going to be surprised. I think Tower are going to do really well. I think that just people who are coming in with preconceived notions who wanted Riptide wing back or, or something like that, that they're, you're not going to get that. Thankfully, because I mean, that was stupid.
3: Yeah,
1: Riptide's got a big buff. Yeah, so Riptide's are think, way better. Think, yeah, You could see Riptide win come back. I think
2: but... what you'll see is you'll see people taking like one or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because then you can utilize the strat, yep. um, the stratagem, and, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. We'll see. Um, it's just, it's been a really interesting reaction to this codex. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's like,
1: actually really similar to the last codex that Talgat. Yeah, the reaction is very similar. So yeah, it's
2: just really mixed reaction. <laughs> where Tau players are, feel like disappointed, and everyone else is like, "My God, it looks so good!"
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, you know, what's funny though. Eldar players were writing me when the Eldar books came out, and they didn't think their decks was good. I was like, "Just wait, yeah. like, trust me, just wait." And of course, they've been uh, they've been extremely good. So we'll have more Tau coverage as we go. But for the meantime, wait and see. Get some games under your belt. Try. Try some new strategies. Don't just try and do the exact same thing you've always done. Uh, Adapt and overcome. But check out this awesome commission from the FLG Paint Studio. Some plague burst crawlers, very very nicely painted. Mm -hmm. Love the weathering effect. Jason, why don't you tell us a little bit about these?
0: Yeah, they're plague burst crawlers with some good weathering effects. (laughs) I don't know if Mariana has them up on the stream or not, but um, they uh, they're green. They have some some rusty weather uh, on the weapons you are the best salesman <laughs> in the world yeah no i mean this is this is a uh good high standard done um
2: so my cat I can't you you, thinking about it.
0: you described it like exactly what it is is weathered plaguebird scrollers wow <laughs>
2: yeah. and there we go slow clap yeah jason
0: check us out for this what they uh, like. painting yes, commission. what There look like painting commission way to go it is really good <laughs> <laughs> i'm Sold sorry it. i'm distracted today. Like but it's that. uh uh, uh, that is, it's a bit of. That's uh, tabletop. The level. guy, it is tabletop plus, but yeah. the guy actually wanted tabletop and he got a little bit more. Oh. The artist like went nuts on it. Yeah. So I mean, um, be if you're getting a tabletop level, you probably aren't going to get that type of weathering done on it. Um, but the artist really wanted to try out a couple techniques. And this person, the client, um, got good bang for the buck on that yeah. one.
2: Every now and then, and here's a pro tip for paint, getting a commission done. Mm-hmm we obviously do a ton of them. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get more than your money's worth on your commission, mm-hmm. the most likely way that that occurs is if you let the artist do what they want. To right.
0: Do. And this, and this, this guy was just like, you know, I want wanted to look like games or shops game, you know? And then, uh, the artist had some suggestions about the, the rust effect on the guns and we gave it to the client the client said, yeah, that's fine. You know, was not super detail oriented, which is great cause that's what we don't want. Uh, it's just, you'll get something like this where the artist just really wanted to give it a go, try some new techniques. Yep. Uh, and it came out, the guy got way more than he paid for, and it looks really good. So yeah. It looks great.
2: If you uh, if you want to micromanage every little detail of the project, you can, and we will do it. Mm-hmm. It's just, imagine if the shoe's on the yeah. other foot, and someone's like... Yeah, to an extent began. we will.
3: It, you know, it,
2: there, there's limits to what we can do, yeah. but mm-hmm. you will get the best results if you give a general idea, and you go, I want them to be green. Normally, it's, and look weather beaten, and then right. the artist will feel inspired as they're going. Right, and you'll typically get uh, a better result when you do it that way. Yeah.
0: yeah. If you send us, you know, a whole page written up about how the eyes should be painted, we're gonna have a little talk before we. go <laughs> RPG, yeah. the RPG yeah.
2: models are the best, man. Yeah. The, the, my, oh my gosh, the best is when the client sends in the story of the model. Well, it the helps RPG. though.
0: It helps the artist like feel the model. Yeah. Like Dude, if he knows he that this, he, if it's the great. artist knows that this, this model is about to head off to Thorbarden And it's the going on. A quest. Yeah, going on a quest to get this axe, this magical axe. It helps the artist because the artist then knows. Uh, okay, like just feel it. Feels I love it.
2: it. I love it when people send in the description for their, their project and they're like, it should feel spooky.
0: Yeah, it should <laughs> it should feel empowering. Uh, like, what oh.
2: colors do you feel when you feel spooky? <laughs> what colors empowering. Yeah. I like that my favorite mm-hmm. was like he's like, this guy has a look about him that says don't mess with him. Yeah. Okay. What does that mean? <laughs> like specifically. The artist
0: does it. You He's like, I said, don't mess with him, you idiot.
2: <laughs>
1: oh. Uh, Not I want to be your friend.
0: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. He's like, more menacing. Yeah.
1: I
2: like it. Uh, it's fun. It's fun. Red, it's it's descriptive. Menacing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us for this special edition of Signals from the Frontline. We're going to jump into Twitch chat, if anybody's still here, and we will answer some questions. Yeah. And yeah, there's still a lot of people around. Just it night of the dark I think top players would probably have been okay with the decks if the crisis suits had gone down in points and if there was a strat to jump shoot jump uh, on the next round um yeah I mean if, if it turns out crisis suits are overpriced I, I don't really have a strong opinion on it right at this point in time I've been focused on the infantry but uh, you know that's what chapter approved, things like chapter approved before.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't personally think that they're overpriced. I took, what, two units in almost every single list that I had played before, and uh, I think some of the weapons even went down in points. So, uh,
2: Night of the Dark, what's your thoughts on all HQs getting the Tau Commander treatment? Well, Night of the Dark, I don't think it's necessary for um, all HQs to get the Tau Commander treatment. Now, me as an individual, I do not like... Uh, I don't like spamming HQs. I don't feel like it's true to the backstory of the game, uh, except there's, you know exceptions to that uh I, I don't like it in general um i think it's kind of silly right like an army doesn't have all commanders uh that's just not really indicative of the fluff however for the towel suit commander again i do not know exactly why gw made that choice my speculation would be that it's because of all the other things around them mm-hmm. they shoot extremely powerfully they they yeah
0: they can't be targeted yeah it's like come they they have on. you're gonna have a, a whole i mean no really, the no people one, who are upset about it are people who are running nine models that can't be targeted and have ablative wounds they can throw out. It's just, it's ridiculous. It wasn't meant to be that way. And no. Games Workshop, for whatever reason, when I first started this edition, did not do a unique keyword, which would have solved everyone's problem.
2: That's, that's really it. I, mean, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. And it's, it's yeah. like, you can't really compare a uh, suit commander to a, an astro Militarum company commander or, right. a, or a space marine captain. It's just not the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, they, they don't have the same rules. They don't. So it's, they, they're kind of unique and therefore they get a unique rule. Whether or not you agree with it, it's, you know, that's up to you. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't, I w- would be okay with limiting a lot of stuff in the game. I don't like playing unbound 40 K that much. Um, that's where the problems in the game come from is when you can take an unlimited number of something.
1: Right. Yeah. And, uh, Masters of Masters of the Forge uh, brings up a good point. Uh, it was nice that they put in the restriction rather than raising the price of the commanders for the people that didn't spam it. And I was like, yeah, that's a, that's a very good point.
2: Mega um, puck mega buck. Make a buck. Uh, I like the Vesper models, and Vespa are really, really good. Now I've heard people complaining they still don't think Crude and Vesper are good. I'm like, you're high. They're so good. Crute are a great screening unit. They can move before the game begins, create a buffer zone to push back deep strikers and infiltrators. The, uh, and the vestment for 14 points for model that can deep strike has a AP uh, shrank 5 AP2 gun that's an amazing compare them to an assault ring right. va- that in my opinion they're tremendously better
1: uh, Wolf priest Carl what uh, haircut do you guys recommend for a new towel player well if you're trying to play the fire warriors <laughs> that's the best is question cosplaying to our... right now <laughs> no, they don't have, <laughs> they they don't have any haircut. Hair.
2: Ta- Yours will.
0: You're going to model it. what's the best haircut for a new Tau player. <laughs> uh, high and tight. The schoolboy high, uh, high and tight, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. are militaristic.
2: When is the fact? Well, if we knew, we couldn't tell you. Sorry. But if we knew, we wouldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't tell you. No. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks for thanks Do you think the Dark Reapers will be nerfed too much? I can't answer that question either, Malbjorn.
1: <laughs> How much would be too much? Yeah, they're
2: obviously all. too cheap. Obviously too cheap. We'll see what happens when the FAQ comes out. They Said March, so I would trust GW to be true to their word. Um, FAQ should limit max modifier to hit to minus one. Eh.
0: There's so many things that, like, it's in their rules. Yeah, the minus one to hit is, is getting to be a bit much.
2: Oh, meld says that he is high. Oh, and he thinks that Carroot are good. There you go. Well. In my face, as the same Well, his, his mind is more... Yeah,
0: yeah. open. Open Mine. to
2: it. The Crute are tremendously good. I don't know why anyone would say the Crute aren't good. I, I just... I, I, my mind is boggled. Like, what about them is not good?
0: People keep asking about I don't get it. Yeah, I like, They they're a, down they're, in points. They're five there, huh?
3: points?
2: Yeah. <laughs> compare them to any other... Like, compare them to conscripts or whatever. Yeah. They're four points. Yeah, they're a point less, but they're hitting on fives. They're or Crute uh, are T3 as well, but Crute's offense is actually decent. Um, and the fact that they can pregame move is that, that is what makes them so good as a screen.
1: Uh, Heldrick, uh, can Tau be truly uh, top tier without any Psyker or psychic presence and limited assault? Uh, I yeah, I why, totally think so.
2: I've, um, I've gotten this a lot. People are like, we don't have Psyker defense. I'm like, I, my space Marine army, like my space Marine army that I've, I've won almost all my games I've played. I don't have any Psykers.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's. Mm-hmm. I don't think you really need the Psychic Defense, especially with the way that Tao shoots, uh, and then they shoot Overwatch, and then they also have, like, Intercept capabilities. Like, I think they'll be totally fine without Psychic Defense and or Assault Defense.
3: I
2: thought it would be... I mean, I could see them of getting a stratagem, like a 4-plus to deny the witch. I think that would have been cool, but yeah, uh, but then their backstory, it, doesn't make, it wouldn't really make sense. Maybe they have, like, a Brain Scrambler Ray or something. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't think you need Psychic Defense... Or psychic powers like mm-hmm. Necrons don't. Um, a lot of the armies I play don't really have much in the way of psychic defense either. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh,
0: I don't. Th- I don't think that you need. That. And you're not going to be. I mean, I don't think they need to worry about smite. Or I, yeah. I really don't think. Yeah. You know, I don't worry think the game's it, to defined honest. by yeah. psychers. As a Tau player, you're not in there usually getting into assault to so get close to get psychic powered Yeah.
2: I, I All don't... you need is a defense against assault, and you yeah. do. You have that. Yeah. Like crude screen. great at that. And then you have uh, uh, for the greater good to blast people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been, I'm going to bring back the fish of fury. Try that out. I bet that works just fine. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't think you, you don't need it. You'll be just fine. Just blow them off the table. Like I yeah. usually
3: do. Yeah.
2: All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for joining us for the show. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we will not have signals from the front line next week. Uh, Frankie and Pablo will be off to Adepticon. I will still be on vacation. So we will see you again on uh, in two weeks. That will be the next show. So in the meantime, we hope you have fun and uh, gaming and stuff.
0: Wow. <laughs> Every. <laughs> Bye. We need a new outro. Wanna try again? <laughs> One more time so you can cut that. All right. We're trying, okay, here we go.
2: Bye.